Legacy Coder Podcast Episode 3 Why you should switch to Natural One Welcome to episode 3 of the Legacy Coder Podcast. My name is Stefan Macke and today I'm gonna talk about a topic I had to deal with for the last few months, Natural One. Over the last months, we switched over to Natural One from NetClips by Innovake, which we used for the last three years. And we finally decided to yeah, get back on track and use Software AG products again for developing our Natural application. And just a few weeks ago, actually, we flipped the switch and we're in production with Natural One today. So I think I can speak from experience if I recommend that you switch to Natural One too. So what topics am I gonna talk about today? First of all, I'm gonna tell you why Natural One leads to an increased developer productivity. Next, I'll talk about the benefits of a repository-based development process, for example, with Git or Subversion. After that, I'm gonna talk about why you need to modernize your development environment. And last but not least, I'll talk about the extensibility of Eclipse with any additional plugins that are out there, for example, even your own plugins. So let's start with the first part of today's episode, why Natural One leads to an increased developer productivity. If you've been working with the Natural Editor on the server over the last few years, you will definitely be much, much faster if you develop your software with Natural One. Even if you've used Natural Studio before, which brought some of the features that I'm going to talk about in just a minute, but not all of them, then I'm also sure that you will be able to increase your productivity because all of the yeah, fancy features that modern IDEs provide the developer with weren't available in the Natural Editor or even in Natural Studio. Natural Studio, well, um, the first feature, I'm not sure if I could call it a feature, but uh, copy and paste is simply not possible in the Natural Editor. Well, at least not in a way that a normal developer is used to it. I'm not saying you should develop your natural program simply by copying and pasting from another source. That's not what I want you to do. However, I'm pretty sure there will be lots of ways where you could use this simple feature in your editor. Even if it's only copying and uh, pasting sources from other editors or from other uh, sources like the internet, for example. You can't do that if you're stuck to the old natural editor. You could already do, do that when working with Natural Studio. Of course, it's just a Windows program, so you can um, control C, control V into that. But if you switch over from the natural editor to natural one, you will never want to go back to the editor again, at least in my opinion. Another feature that Natural Studio already had was syntax highlighting. So the different coloring of parts of the source code so that you as a developer, as a human, can understand the code more quickly because certain keywords are highlighted with a special color so that you can instantly recognize them. 
And that's not just some fancy thing because we uh, like the code to be colored, but it definitely helps you with understanding the code. Because, for example, if you make a syntax error, you can instantly see that because the IDE highlights your code in another way than you're used to. Another feature that I definitely don't want to miss is the fast way of code navigation. So, for example, if you highlight a variable in your IDE and you press a certain key, for example, F3 in Eclipse, then it will jump to the definition of this variable. And the same is true, for example, when calling a subprogram or a subroutine or defining a variable inside a PDA, for example, Natural One is able to jump to all of these definitions with just a single keystroke. And that makes exploring your code base much easier than before, where you had to open the modules manually or search for them via some shell command, for example. And especially if you're working with a large code base where there are lots of dependencies, for example, that you have to jump through, then you'll be much faster if you use the key combinations for this. And of course, if you've jumped to the definition, there's also a keystroke to get the cursor back to your latest position before the jump. In Eclipse, this would be Alt and arrow to the left and you're back where you jumped away from. When we're talking about exploring and understanding your code base, there's also another feature that's called code folding. And that means, for example, that if you've got an if statement or a read loop, you can just fold this whole loop with a single click of your mouse or with a keystroke, of course. And with that, you'll be able to make certain parts of your code invisible so they don't distract you when you try to understand the code base. And all of these are default features of Eclipse, by the way. So there's nothing special about Natural One. These are the tools that modern developers work with on a daily basis. So why wouldn't you do that too? Some additional features would be the block edit mode, for example, where you can edit multiple lines at once. For example, if you need to initialize uh, many variables with a certain value all at once, then you can enter this block editing mode and change 10 lines of code at once, for example. And if that's still not enough for you, you can, of course, use the integrated search and replace function, which also works with regular expressions. So the possibility of these features are endless. Especially if you really like regular expressions like I do, I use them almost on a daily basis in my day job. And in Eclipse, you can just flip on a switch and the IDE searches with a regular expression and of course is also able to replace using a regular expression. And this feature alone might end up saving you a lot of time in the long run. But let's not forget to mention one very important feature that also hasn't been available in Natural Studio yet, and that's code completion. If you type in a variable name and type the first few characters, you can just hit control space and the IDE completes the variable name for you. It also works with subroutine names, for example, and also includes local data areas or parameter data areas. So almost everything that you have to enter into the IDE can be completed for you so that you save lots of keystrokes. And of course, the completion is always 100% correct so that you can't make any spelling errors anymore. 
The last feature that I want to mention today is the integrated natural parser that comes with natural one. And that means that natural one is able to parse and pre-compile your natural program without transferring it to the server. So if you, for example, have any spelling errors in your code or you misplaced a statement or you forgot to close a read loop or whatever syntax error you make, the IDE will instantly show you that error. And it will also show you multiple errors at once. So there will be no more uploading to the server just to get the next error, fixing that, upload again, get the next error, etc., etc. The IDE will show you all of the errors at once. You can fix them once and then upload the source and be pretty sure that there will be no additional compile errors that are reported back from the server. If you take a look at the show notes for this episode, you can see a few screenshots that I took of our natural one environment to illustrate some of the features that I just mentioned. So I think these are more than enough reasons already to switch over to natural one because, well, who wouldn't want to be more productive, right? But Natural One also forces you to completely change your development process if you've worked with the Natural Editor or Natural Studio so far. Because Natural One relies on the natural sources to be located on the local machine. So you need to switch over from a server-based development process to a repository-based development process, where all the sources need to be put into versioning control, for example, Git or subversion, before you are allowed to put them on the server. And if you're not used to working in such a way, this might in fact be a pretty difficult thing to change. Because, well, your daily work will definitely change drastically. Because you don't work on the server anymore. You work on your local working copy in isolation from all of the other developers around you. And changes by the other developers, for example, aren't directly visible in your working copy. But you would first need to synchronize with the central repository to get the changes the other developers committed. So at first glance, it might seem that this repository-based development process means that you have to do more work. But if you take a second look at it, it opens up many different possibilities for you because now you're isolated from all the other developers and you can try out new things, you can rename your modules, you can refactor your code, whatever you would like to do and you're on your own until you commit the changes into the repository. And if you don't use a centralized versioning control system like Subversion or CVS, and switch over to Git, a decentralized versioning control system, then you would even be able to roll back all of the changes that you already committed into the repository before you share them with the rest of the team. So, for example, if you made a mistake and uh, find out about that mistake after you already made a few commits, you will still be able to roll back all of the changes before you push your changes to the central repository. And that allows you to freely experiment within your code base without breaking anything because you decide when you want to publish your changes to the rest of the team. 
So, finally start developing software like the cool kids do. And it's not just a matter of taste, it definitely has tangible benefits for the individual software developer. So if you take a look around at other platforms and languages, Git is the tool of choice for versioning control today. And Natural One, because it's based on Eclipse, has a perfect integration with Git and other versioning control systems. It's built in right into the platform, so you can just right-click on some code file and check it into versioning control or reset it back to a previous version or see the changes. That last feature alone can save you hours and hours of debugging time because you can just visually show the differences between two versions of a module, for example. And you can instantly see what lines were changed and what values were changed to what new values. And you can just do this visual comparison and find your errors much faster than ever before. So there's no excuse not to use a versioning control system. It's definitely standard in our industry, in our software development industry, and there's no need for natural developers to not use versioning control. At Alta Oldenburger, we hooked up our Git repository with our issue tracker. We use Redmine, an open source collaboration tool for that, but you could also use Jira, for example, by Atlassian. And every time we commit something into Git, the list of the changed modules is automatically appended to the issue in our tracking system. So the software development process documents itself. As a developer, you simply use your versioning control system and a minute after you've pushed to the central repository, your documentation inside your issue tracker is up to date and all of the people collaborating with you can see that you already made the change and can test it, for example, and give you some feedback, do a code review, whatever you would like to do next. Another big advantage of the repository-based development process is that all of the source files are plain text files on your hard drive. So you can use whatever external you would like to use to modify them. Or you could even go one step further and generate these source files. Over the last few years, we at Alta Oldenburger developed quite a few domain-specific languages that generate whole natural module trees, I would call them, to, for example, access the database or transfer data to our printing service or whatever use case you come up with. And you don't have to write all this boilerplate natural code that's needed, for example, to access a database and to copy the data from the view into the PDA and back and format some date string, for example, or whatever. Natural is a great language for developing line of business application. But let's be honest, some of the things in natural are really a pain in the neck. If you're used to another programming language where you can do many things in just a single line of code in natural for certain problems, you'll definitely need many more lines of code. And if you don't want to do that anymore to program all of these redundant lines of code for example then you should think about creating your own code generator that simply does that for you so that you only have to write a few lines of code and all of the boilerplate around that will be generated for you.
And those source files can be generated on your local hard drive and can be imported into Natural One even without clicking. If you generate these source files into your source folder that's already opened in Natural One, it will instantly pick it up without even pushing a button. It will see this change on the hard drive itself and perhaps ask you if you really want to import it and that's all. So there are lots of new possibilities that you can only leverage if you switch over to a repository-based development process. So please do that now. <laughs> And this leads me to my next point, why you should modernize your development environment. And switching over to Git, for example, would be my first step if I had to leave the natural editor now. But we're talking about natural one here and the two go together in my opinion. So if we switch over to Git, you should also switch over to natural one because they work so well together. And with these two programs, you will instantly modernize your old natural editor environment and become way more attractive for future hires or for younger colleagues that join your team. Because let's face it, our database natural applications have been around for quite a while and they will be around for quite a while because, well, the latest Software AG survey said that 97% of natural customers run mission-critical systems on top of database and natural. And these systems can't easily be replaced by some SAP system, for example. They will have to be maintained over the next few years. And if you're also facing an aging developer base in your company, well, you should work on making the natural programming process more attractive to younger colleagues. If you take a look around at other languages and platforms out there, the new developers are used to tools like Git or working with a modern IDE that does something like code completion. That's the default nowadays. But if we come to a natural environment where they have to work in a boring old natural editor that doesn't even support copy and paste, well, I can understand if they run away screaming. And there's a reason why Software AG's platform of choice for the future is Natural One. If you don't know it already, Software AG announced that they will shut down the Natural Editor in 2018. And there's a good reason for that, because it's old. And there are modern tools available that not only replace the editor, but make working with natural the language fun again. Perhaps you really liked the old editor, but believe me, if you switched over to natural one, you will definitely never want to go back. There's absolutely no reason whatsoever why anyone would prefer this old editor over a modern IDE. And switching over to Natural One may also help your natural development team to regain the respect of your company for your work. Because let's face it, in many companies out there, the natural language is, well, some old thing nobody really wants to work with and all the cool new projects are developed with Java or C Sharp or Ruby or whatever language. 
you're using. Oh, I forgot to mention JavaScript, of course, right? But natural, well, who wants to work with natural? Some 60-year-old developer from, yeah, from the 80s, for example. But if you can demonstrate to your fellow developers or to your boss that you use the same tools as every other developer in your company and your new colleagues who come fresh from university, for example, are already used to these tools and can be productive immediately, then the whole notion of natural as this old and boring platform changes. And that's what we want, because we like working with natural and we have to work with natural for the next few years. So why would we want to paint a picture of an old development environment when there are already all the new tools available to us right at our hands? We just have to install them. And think about all the newly possible collaboration with your fellow developers. If you take a look at the Java community and if you have Java developers in your company, I'm pretty sure they will use the same tools that you can use for natural. They'll use Eclipse as an IDE. They use Git for versioning. For example, Jenkins server for continuous integration. And all of these tools are readily available for natural. So why wouldn't you use these synergies in your company? Take a look at what other developers do, maybe even inside your company. Learn from them and share your experience with them. I think you can both learn from each other because, let's face it, all these young talents who work with JavaScript or Java for three years, they don't have your experience You're the one with all the knowledge about the business and the processes inside your company. But to be fully accepted and respected, you will need to switch over to a modern environment. And if you don't want to switch because of somebody else, well, switch for yourself. Because what I mentioned earlier, all the benefits that you instantly get when you switch over to an Eclipse-based IDE, all the shortcuts, all the integration with external system like your issue tracker and uh, the Git integration, all that stuff, comes for free just by switching your work environment. It might take you a few hours or even a few days to get comfortable with the new environment. But I can assure you, after a short period of time, you'll be much, much more productive than ever before. And this brings me to my last part. Extend the IDE with additional plugins. Because if it doesn't do something that you need it to do already, then you're free to develop your own plugins and applications that work on top of Natural One or any other Eclipse-based platform. And I'm pretty sure for most of the tasks that you do on a daily basis, you won't have to program them yourself. You don't have to develop your own plugin with Java, for example, but you can just download plenty of plugins that are already out there. For example, there's a plugin called Mylin that hooks Eclipse up to your issue tracker. For example, Redmine or Jira, which I mentioned earlier. And it will be able to display your issues right inside the IDE. You can change the status of the issue. You can comment on the issue all without ever leaving your editor. Or there's a plugin called Snipmatch, with which you can share code snippets among your teammates. So you can check 
code snippets that you develop, for example, right into Git from within the IDE. And after a pull, they are available on all the other workstations too. So you can provide code snippets, for example, that do a certain thing in natural, for example, a very optimized read loop that... Uh, accesses your core database tables, for example, and you want to share that snippet with the rest of the team, you just push it to Git and all your colleagues can pull it from Git again and with a single keystroke, they can access it and have it pasted into their code. And that's a great way of sharing knowledge between your teammates. And there are many additional plugins in Eclipse, there's this marketplace. You can search for new plugins right from within the editor. So just enter your keyword of choice and I'm pretty sure you'll find something that may suit your needs. And if you take a look at SoftwareG's Agenda 2050, Natural One is the editor of choice. It's the platform of the future for natural development. And all the innovations that SoftwareG is putting out for natural developers will take place in Natural One. For example, in the newest release of Natural One, which is 8.4.1 at the time of this recording, there's um, a code coverage analysis tool. So you can run code, natural code on the server and natural one can tell you which lines of code were really executed. And that's a big advantage if you work with unit tests, for example, because then you will be able to see which lines of code your unit tests actually execute. And you can then find all the edge cases, for example, or the missing pieces of data that would lead to a higher test coverage. And there's also a tool that Software AG develops right now for automatically testing green screen applications. So you can record an interactive session with Natural and then replay it back again and see, for example, if uh, a value has changed or can make sure that a certain value is written into a certain map field, for example. So if you have these deeply entangled natural programs that access the database and display the data directly to the user, then you would be able to automatically test such a program because this tool simply records the screen and replaces it and checks if everything still works. And all of this is happening only if you're using Natural One. So if you want to be a part of the future development of the platform, then you'll need to switch over to Natural One. And as I mentioned earlier, if the platform doesn't already do what you would like it to do, then you're free to program your own extension. A colleague of mine has already developed a plugin for our net unit framework. So right now we're able to execute a net unit test from within the IDE with just a right click and run as net unit test. And this almost feels like working with Java or any other modern language. You can write your unit tests with syntax highlighting, code completion and all that stuff. And if you're done, you save it, you right click and run your test case. You don't ever have to leave the IDE. You can finally work like a real programmer. And you better start today because we still have quite a few years till 2050. And I'm pretty sure that all of your younger colleagues will not want to spend the next decades working in an already 13-year-old natural editor on the server. 
So to sum up this episode, I'll give a quick recap of what I talked about today. I'm pretty sure that with using Natural One, you will increase your developer productivity. You can use shortcuts, you can do code completion, you can quickly navigate through your code base and multiple compile errors are displayed instantly and all at once so there will be lots of tiny pieces that add up over time and really save you time and money in the long run in addition to that you should switch over to a repository based development approach so all of your code has to be checked in into versioning control you can hook that up to your issue tracker you can do code reviews you can do commenting on the code You can even use a code generator so that you don't have to program all this boilerplate natural code yourself anymore. And one important aspect of switching to Natural One is that you need to provide a modern development environment for the next generation of natural developers. They don't want to work in a 30-year-old editor on the mainframe. They are used to modern tools and they're right because these modern tools make them more productive. And that's a good reason why Software AG chose Eclipse as their platform for natural development. All of their innovations will go into Natural One. And if that's not enough for you, then you're free to open up the platform for your own extensions. You can provide plugins or you can install plugins that are already out there to fit the IDE perfectly to your own needs. And these are all the reasons that I came up with for switching over to Natural One. I hope you enjoyed the show today. I'll put a few links for further reading into the show notes. You can reach them at legacycoder.com slash three, the number three for this third episode today. And I've linked a few white papers from Software there and to YouTube videos that show how the natural debugger works or what could be your first steps in Natural One. And I've also added a link to your recipe for success for the generational change. And one of the key aspects there is that you have to reach out to younger developers. And by switching over to Natural One, you'll definitely do that. So if you haven't switched already, please do that. There are so many really cool things that you will definitely miss if you don't use a modern IDE. And if you want to know more about all the things that I've talked about today or even in the previous episodes, please get in contact with me. Reach out to me via Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Xing, wherever you're searching. I'm pretty sure you will find me there and you can write me a comment or uh, send me a mail via the show notes legacycoder.com slash three as I mentioned earlier we could also arrange a phone call or a web session so that you can have a look at our system for example and I can show you all the stuff that I talked about in a live environment just get in contact with me and I'll see how I can help If you have a few minutes to spare, I would love to get feedback from you. So if you would write me a review, for example, on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you've subscribed to this podcast, that would be really nice and would also help me get this podcast out to as many natural developers as possible. And if you, on the other hand, want to be notified as soon as a new podcast episode comes out, 
please subscribe to my newsletter, legacycoder.com slash newsletter. It's completely free of charge. Just enter your email address and off you go. And of course, you can unsubscribe at any time with just the click on a link and then you're off the list again. Okay, so that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you very much for your attention and until next time on the Legacy Coder Podcast. Bye.